I'm a go-getter. It's a go-getter podcast with Jay Black. He's on a mission to change the world. Success is the only option. Goals give direction. Goals will save your life. Listen to me when I tell you this. When you're tired of being tired, that's what change will occur in your life. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. You are who you surround yourself with. I need you to change your environment. So instead of going to a concert, let's go to a seminar. Yes, invest in professional development. I need you to change your circle. If you're going to think, think big. Adapt to go get a mentality. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? It's a win-win situation. Since say you don't make it to be the greatest ever, you'll just be known as one of the greats. It's about creating separation. I got your back. Ride with me. Success is the only option. What up, world? Yeah, it's your boy Jay Black. Every day I'm grinding the greatness. I'm a goal getter. Let's get straight to it. I'm excited. Yeah. Now the guy I got in the building today, we go back. I call him the living legend, Kenny Coach Jojo Smith. Say what's up to the people. What's up, world? What's up? How y'all doing out there today? So we're going to dive straight into it, man. You know, with you, um, you definitely are a pillar in our community doing great things. Um, let's talk about the start because I think of you, I think of um, education and basketball, you know. And let's start with Ladies First Akron. Ladies First, you know, um, my, my cousin, uh, Cheryl, shout out to my cousin Cheryl Nash. She love you. You know, she's always talking about the great work you've done with her kids and so many others. So let's talk about how that started because you've always been a person that loves the game, loves basketball. So let's, where did ladies first come into play? How did that happen? Um, divine intervention, man, you know, to be honest with you. But um, in, in reality, I just wanted to give back to kids at Air Davis. Like, you know, it did so much for me. So, um, Coach Mack, Brian Valerie, man. Coach Mack created an all-girl team in uh, 2008. Okay. No one wanted to coach them. So they had, like, a different coach every practice, different people helping them out, wow. right? Mm-hmm. So you got the week of the games getting ready to start, and uh, they didn't have a coach. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Um, so I ended up coaching that team. Uh, it was all girls. We were playing against boys. We didn't win the game. 0 mm-hmm. 10. Um, so then that happened. Um, Carlotta Pace was there from the very beginning. And then we're like, okay, well, we want to do something different, right? So we asked Mr. Rowland, could we do uh, the girl only open gyms on Fridays? So, you know, we might have her daughters in there and one other girl. It wasn't really a, you know, popular thing at the time, but, you know, we just stuck with it. And right. the next year came around, um, 2009, and we had some new girls, but again, you know, really didn't have the skill to measure up to the boys. Right. And so, you know, we had two 0-10 seasons in a row. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun. But the thing about it, honestly, like, the growth from the first game or first practice to the end of the season, it was crazy. You could see it. So, now I'm competitive. I'm like, I'm not about to be going 0-10. Right. Every every season with third, fourth, and fifth grade. Like, it, the boys aren't that much better. So, then at the time I was working for Summit Lake and, and, and Coach Gill allowed me to – um, have skill sessions down at Summit Lake okay. in the summertime. And so then I had a committed group of about nine girls. And that was where this kind of like started to take off. I'm like, man, it's fun and started enjoying it. Now the, the tide changed because that next season, 
playing fifth grade against the boys, we went five on five. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just started to see the process. And then, um, shout out to Coach Claire Blackwell, man. She she really encouraged me to do a travel team, which I did not want to do. I had no interest in, in doing any of this, man. But honestly, uh, it, it just was great because I ended up doing it. And then we had a travel team. And next thing you know, we are what we are today. And, I, you know, um, there's a big reason why education is, is first in that. And it's because of experience that I had when I was a, a youth. Okay, so let's talk about some of them experiences. And press the rewind button, you know. Um, this day, man, you know, we got we got a Falcon and a, and a, and a Griffin in the building. You know, we got we go back, man, with wars, some wars in that basketball court, you yes, know. So, yes, definitely. Um, two guys that definitely love the game, you know, and still use that same passion to actually get back into the youth. But I'm definitely proud of everything this guy's doing. But I'm telling you right now, he said, um, I'm very competitive. Yeah, he's very, very competitive. And I'll be 100, you know, and it's hard for a Falcon to admit but at his time, he wasn't used to losing. They didn't really lose. They didn't really lose, so they definitely was uh, doing a lot of winning back then. That's real, man. So let's keep it, let's keep it going. So still, you made a decision, you know, with you to choose the girl lane. So uh -huh. was it a, what was the final, like, what happened to make you say, you know what, I'm going to stick in this lane? Um, well, the first parent to approach me was Coach Blackwell uh, about her daughter. So I was doing some extra skill work with her. After Tiny Tots at Ed Davis, because you know that's co-ed boys and the girls. Right. And then once once I started with that first travel team, uh, it was so much fun. But but so what made me stick was, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to help kids, it has to be more than basketball, right? Right. Because I had a rec league experience where in middle school I had a couple grades, middle school pre-algebra. Mm -hmm. um, I got my first F. Mm. And so right around playoff time, we getting ready to play in a playoff game and then the championship game for the rec league. And my mom didn't let me play. Ooh. My mom made me go. She was like, oh, you're going to go to the games. I even have a picture on our Facebook page of that game. Ooh. So you see all my teammates there in the huddle, Ryan Martin, and we played for Bo, and they all in the huddle. And I got on uh, my jersey, but I got on a Browns jacket. My mom like, you're going to go to the game. You're going to sit on the bench. You're going to cheer for your teammates, but you're not playing. Wow. So that experience right there, um, that experience changed everything. You know what I'm saying? So after doing that, then it was a, uh, it was like, okay, well, since I had that experience, I got to be able to transfer that to the next generation. So I wanted to make sure that they understood. Without academics, man, none of this stuff matters. Like at the end of the day, because, because sports are going to stop, and you have to be able to use – what it is that you have, you know what I'm saying? So that sports is actually helping you. Um, so that's that's how it happened. In terms of girls, though, man, I never want, I didn't want to do it. I didn't even respect girls basketball. I tell this all, I say this all the time. Like, I had a sister who played, and I would go watch my sister, but, like, I didn't really respect girls basketball outside of the girls that I knew who played, but it wasn't something that I wanted to do. But when I got into this, I found out a couple things. One, girls really care if you care. Okay. Right. So it so it was it was meant for me because I had to get out of the masculine hard shell of you know what I mean like like I had to tap into another side of me that I never really had to tap into like I was a a male athlete that went to very high level so I was always like masculine to the point where I had to learn how to love differently and, and you got to have a different approach to the young ladies in terms of getting their best and so. All of that was a part of this plan that I that I never knew really was going to happen. But now I'm like, oh, these are my daughters. Mm. Oh, some of them don't have dads. Right. Some of them don't have a man in their life to really show 
what it looks like and how to be treated like seriously um, like a queen, but not just sometimes, not just I treat you like a queen when we winning, right? Or, you know what I'm saying, when it's beneficial for me, like all the time, like going to their events after after school, texting them, whatever it is that, that I can do and just keeping the parents in the loop, like, hey, I'm doing this with your daughters, you know what I'm saying? So I, I've learned that it was more than, than basketball, um, and, and that's why I'm in this lane with the young lady. Now let's talk about the lasting effect with that. Something with you, you're definitely an example of that because you're a man that is, that is married. You know, you have two daughters. And let's talk about some of the success stories so far as you had some kids that actually went on to college. Yeah, so right now we have two girls playing at the University of Akron. So, okay. that, so that's really dope. Kendall Miller and Lonasia Brewer. Um, Lonasia actually started with us like at in fourth grade. Like mm. she started early. Um, Kendall hadn't played organized basketball until eighth grade. We got Kendall. I went to a middle school game and, and was actually able to talk with her dad. And she had a lot of skill. Willie McGee actually was the first person to tell me about it. He's like, man, I'm trying to get her with you. Um, but they both played for the University of Akron, and my wife actually was on staff there for the last 12 years. So, so that was amazing. But um, in terms of playing, but we have girl, different girls playing, like um, Nora Minter was our first young lady to go to college and play basketball. She went to Cincinnati State. Uh, we have Jada Haynes, who was all-conference last year at mm. University of Northwestern Ohio. Um, we even have a girl from that first rec league 0-10 team who's a college coach right now. Wow. Um, just got a, a junior college assistant job down in Kansas, Bridge or Moore. So, like, literally, from a basketball standpoint, um, you know, they're doing that. But then you have Damian, Damiana Merriweather, who right. just graduated from Ohio State at 21. She has three degrees. She has an associate's from um, Akron Early College, and she just got two bachelor's degrees from Ohio State. And she was on an academic scholarship. Mm. Um, I have You have Courtney, Dallas Robinson, and Leah Hall. And you have all of these other people that are doing things, and it's so much deeper than the game of basketball. So for me, I just love to see the different areas of success because – uh, I'll, I'll never limit them to basketball because, as you know, we play like when you put in what you put in, the game is going to give back to you um, what you put in. But then that's not everyone's lane. Uh, right. So, you know. This is how to tell people there's so many life principles that you learn far as with sports. So I think there's very, very component far as just teamwork, you know, far as even what you're talking about working hard, you know, that work ethic, you know, it transforms to whatever you do, the honoring your craft, you know. So I think what you saying that, you know, I make sure that I – let them know that education is, is education first and then basketball. And you never know what they grow to be. And you got coaches, you got kids that are going to be in college. I know somebody that's um, that went through your program that's doing great things that has that, that warrior spirit, uh, Rihanna. You know, she went right. through so much. Right. She's being cancer twice, you know, and she's doing great things in school. It went on. So, um, like you said, it's way deeper than basketball. You definitely become a father figure. You know, even with my mentor program, it's a lot of kids. Uh, they don't got their fathers around. You know, I got a guy, his, his dad doing a life in prison. Guy, his uh, dad won't get out until he's 21. He's, he's 11 years old. Right. You know, so these, these these voids need to be filled. And it's important that you don't just say things, but you be the example. You got to be who you say you are. And I wanted to ask you this question because I seen this picture that was dope. It was um, you and your wife handling a basketball. Yeah. So she played basketball, I'm assuming. Yeah, she so, did. So, um... Who won? Y'all playing one on one? Be be for real. You know, be for real. <laughs> we, she ever beat you? We've never we've never made it through a game, man. What? We've never like it always turned into something silly or uh, crazy fight. We've never really went to the gym and like really played for real, for real. Like we 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 haven't though. But I but I I'll be honest when it comes to this though. Okay. If we go shoot, uh huh. She'll shoot better than me. 
Oh, okay. My wife was a shooter. Okay. Uh, like, I, I have no no uh, ill will in, in being honest in that. Like, my wife, you know, she played for Central Michigan University, and, um, you know, she uh, she is, like, top 10 all the time in the Mid-American Conference in free throw shooting wow. at, at 82%. Like, and my wife was shooting NBA range threes. Like, mm. It's I, a real love of basketball story. <laughs> it's, it's real, dog. <laughs> like, I went to the um, – I went to one of her games. Her career high was against Akron mm. her senior year. She had 33, and, I mean, she just was just – it was amazing. So, um, yeah, we haven't even done the one-on-one, um, you know, seriously, but but basketball is a huge part of both of our lives. And, I, I honestly, because we both understood the value of team sports, it helps our relationship because we both are willing to sacrifice, you know what I'm saying, mm. and do things for one another that – has allowed our relationship to just grow because of the principles that we learned from sports. Like right, right. they definitely transitioned to that, and, and I think people misunderstand some of those things. But uh, so yeah, and yeah. I got to jump in to say this because he just <laughs> dropped a heavy jewel that's very very important. This is the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. So you know, uh, definitely his family is very very important. But he talked about sacrifice. Anytime you want to achieve a goal, whether it's sports, life, sacrifice comes into play. Him even taking the time, I'm pretty sure he had to talk to his wife. He's making sacrifices to, to dedicate himself to his program, Ladies First, you know. And we're talking about sacrifice. I got to go to this next thing. I'm bringing him here. He has his young queen, his daughter with him today. We're going to talk about his book. He's about to be a new author. You know, he's about to do a new, new author. So we got to talk about this book, and um, we're going to bring her on in a minute as well. So why did you decide to write the book? Where did it come from? And let's, let's get into this book. So the book, man, um, I became a father eight years ago. Okay. Man, I was so excited. It's funny, man. My wife and all my family talk about me to this day. So when I found out when my wife got pregnant, um, I went and bought a camcorder. I went and bought a professional camera. I went and uh, did everything, right? ready. And so, you know, as an educator, as a teacher, uh, education is very important. So what I did was I started looking for books that had representation of people that look like us. Right. And so I'm, I'm on Amazon. I'm looking for books, man. And I'm not, I'm not fine. Like I'm literally, I'm trying to buy every one. Like seriously, like I'm trying to buy every book of children with children of color in it. So I go and I literally, I might have bought eight books, maybe, but I couldn't find many. And I'm like, wow. So then I started looking and I found out that children of color are like so misrepresented when it comes to children's literature. So I'm like, man, that's that's interesting. I'm like, man, you know what? That was when the idea sparked. Okay. Excuse me. So then uh, once I had my daughters and start living this experience, I'm like, man, you know, just literally they're a part of everything that I'm doing. And I try to include them in everything from um, sitting down and having dinner from my boy E. Fletcher. We talked about that being husbands. Like, man, sitting down with your family um, and doing that. You know, we sometimes we get too busy and, and, you know, don't don't take advantage of that or going to the park and all these different experiences. And I'm like, man, you know how many black kids do have these experiences and they're just not highlighted. Right. Because right. I'm not sitting here acting like these experiences don't exist because we know that they do. Right. And the negative side always gets put out there. So I'm like, we got to tell the other side of this story. And what better way to tell the story than tell my own story? Right. So the books that I'm going to continue to create um, are going to be very personal because they're real. They're real stories that, um, you know, explain the African-American culture and just things that, that we've been through. So um, I wrote the book, man, and, and I wrote it three years ago. Mm. So what's, hold on. We didn't know. What's the title of the book? We Love Our Daddy. We love our daddy. We love okay, our daddy. Okay. okay, that's what's up. From the point of view of my daughters, man, and... Um, 
you know, just just really taking our experiences. So the book is actually in production right now. I will have it in my hand no later than November 2nd. And so the, the details of the book release will be we, we find, are being finalized now. But tentatively, uh, November 7th, 1 to 4 p.m. at Ed Davis Community Center, man, the place where I grew up at. And, and you know, that's what we're looking to do, man. So so that's how it happened, man. Just just living this life and actually being an example and, and wanting to write about it because that's one of my one of my hidden talents that I just never really pursued was writing. So, you know, that's that's how the book came about, man. I met an illustrator, I took a self-publishing class. Okay. Um, and then he introduced me to an illustrator as being illustrated by a guy named um Tyree Bowman from um Chicago area. Okay. And we connected, man, and uh he was just able to paint the vision so clearly. It was a beautiful thing because we we haven't met face to face. Right. This is all virtual, man. And we had a long consultation. And he was able to get all of the. He was able to paint the picture the way that I wanted it, man. So I, I'm just I'm excited, man, because we have to put more uh, children's literature out there that that represents uh, minorities. And so now I can be a part of that solution instead of complaining about it. Why not be part Ooh. of the solution? And that's that's something that's very very important. A lot of people do a lot of talking about this and that, but what, but okay, we know what the problem is. What are you going to do? Everybody has a voice, and your voice matters. So it's powerful. They say I want to be part of the solution. We need more people to step up and be part of the solution. Because I'm telling you right now, everybody has excuses. Everybody has excuses, but in life, there's no excuses. You know, I don't believe in failure. I believe you either win or learn. But there's certain things we need to instill in our in our our youth young. These winning principles from basketball to life and i love the fact they even brought his daughter here today you know on the podcast and she's eight years old eight years old eight years old you know so she's seeing her daddy at work right now and i can see that she loves her daddy you know she <laughs> loves her daddy i see it and real quick you know i want her to jump i don't even want to jump on the, jump on the on. mic come jump on the mic i'm gonna ask her about her daddy okay okay so now we got her okay so i want you to tell the people your name my name is camille camille Okay, so Camille, we're going to start off by, I want you to repeat these positive affirmations, okay? And I'm very big on energy, if you haven't noticed yet, okay? So I want you to repeat after me, and I need a lot of energy. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I am great! I am great! I am a winner! I am a winner! I am beautiful! I am beautiful! Inside out! Inside out! I love the Falcons. I love the Falcons. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to slide that in there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so great. So let's talk about, you know, I want, I want you to tell us one thing that you uh, that you learned from your daddy. Um, I learned... I learned how to play basketball. Learned to play basketball? <laughs> okay, that's great. So what's, what's the favorite thing about basketball that you like? Um, I like to shoot. You like to shoot? So you're a yeah. shooter? So you're going to be a shooter like your mom. I heard your mom is going to shoot. Mm -hmm. Okay, great, great, great. So we're, talking, we're going to go back to the education because, you know, you love basketball. And of course, I know education is important in your household. So grades, how are your grades? Good. Now, I need to know details. When you say good, what, what are some of your grades? Um, first grade, second grade, all A's. Okay. Third grade this year, one B and all A's. Okay, that's great. That's great. So what's your favorite class? Math. Math? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Numbers, okay. So you're very young right now, but I want to ask you this question. Um, do you already know or have an idea what you want to do when you get older? 
trying to be a teacher. So already, wow, wow. So are keeping it in the family. That's carrying on tradition. Man, she okay. always leading, man. It's, it's funny. To, it's interesting to watch. My brother always makes comments of it, man. She's always trying to tell someone what to do, mm. right? And again, like, this is the beauty of working with young people. So we could take that negatively, which some people do, mm -hmm. or shape it, right? right? So she has an opportunity. She, she shows she's a leader. Right. So like in our schools, that's why we need to keep diversifying our schools. That's a different conversation because that could be looked at negatively. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we just try to make sure that we shape it and so that you're leading with uh, the goal of helping others and not right. just, you know, telling people what to do. Um, but she shows a lot of uh, great leadership qualities, man. So we just try to shape that and you know, she's seen us serving, so, you know, she she enjoys that. So, yeah, that's what she says she wants to do so far. Okay. Now, I do want to ask you this. You know, um, I want you to give the people three principles that you live by. Um, God. God first. And, and so, you know, there, whatever you call it, like, there's different people at different levels. So, to me, God, you know, I, I connect with the spirit inside of me. Like, God, mm -hmm. God, the great I am is, is powerful. So, so without God, like, you cannot do anything um, of substance, in my opinion, without God first, right? Right. Um, and then um, self-reflection slash, like, analyzation, right? So mm -hmm. you got to be able to look in that mirror and figure out what it is that you can do to be different. Like, I think that that, that has to be a reality in terms of growth, right? We have to be able to analyze, see where we are, and, and see where we're trying to go. And then lastly, man, I think that um, it's important to find your peace. And what I mean by that is you have to figure out what it is that, that gives you a peace, right? So I don't care if it's going to work out. I don't care if it's going to swim. I don't care if it's taking a walk. But you have to take care of you so that then you can serve others, right? Right. So, like, my cup is overflowing. And that's how I'm able to give so much. Like, I don't... I don't look at it as if I'm I'm over I'm overdoing it because I'm blessed with the opportunity to be able to give like I'm giving. But what I continue to learn is without doing that first, without taking care of me, and and trust me, it's a battle that we all individually have to go through. Right. You have to figure out how you best take care of you so that then you can continue to serve others. So, um, you know, those are three things for me, honestly, that 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 shape where I'm going and how I'm just continuing to go through this. Um, because it's it, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. This individual sitting here. We all got spirit inside of us. And I think um, that's something that you touched on. That's very powerful. When, once you understand that your life is bigger than you, it's easy for you to really put bring out that that next level. You know, with me, you know, I'm also married. You know, wife, four kids. I don't know if JoJo gonna keep going, but me, I want to stop until I got a boy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, that fourth, that fourth one, I got that boy. I'm telling you, I might have had seven, I might have had eight. I don't know. I'm telling you, but um, I think um, changing the narrative. As far as the black community, he talked about diversifying and showing different images and telling different stories. You know, because we're all different. And I think it's very important. As far as with me, you know, as far as the motivational brand, you know, uh, coming up, I was told what I what I seen that the only way for us to really make it, you know, was athlete entertainment or selling drugs, you know? So with me, you know, with my mentoring program, Go Get Academy, you know, um, actually I made a deal at the time. So the people that showed that day, I'm, I'm in a hole $75,000, Jojo. Mm. Now this is the thing, this is what I told them. I said, when I, when I become a millionaire, I'm gonna give each of them $5,000. 
Now, it's not so much even about the goal. It's about me showing them that I can become this as a motivational brand outside the norm. Right. You know, so uh, they, they've, been, they've been calling me, too. It's like, uh, AJ Black, you a millionaire yet? I'm like, no, it's going to take some time. It's going right, to take right, some right. time. But it's a process. But with me, you know, go get a podcast with Jay Black. You know, the, the go get a clothing. You know, a mentor program. Go get an academy. You know, motivational speaker. New author. You know, new author. Everything yeah. is in my lane. is motivation. And I want to continue to pour out. You talked about this cup overflowing. You know, when you're in your purpose, man, it's, it's just fun. You don't feel like work. You know, and I'm passionate about just making a positive impact on the world. So I definitely encourage you to make sure you follow Coach Joe Joe. He's doing some great things. And I need you to support him. I need you to donate to his cause. He's um, trying to raise money for the Ladies First Band. You know, they, they got a van they want to get to travel to definitely um, get to different opportunities. You know, just to de definitely just give back and continue to pour into our young queens. So, well, let me shout out real quick Light Work Church, man. Okay. Uh, my, my college teammate, one of my college teammates, man, his church just blessed us. With a, uh, a great donation, man. So we're mm. we're we're uh, we're so close to our goal already. And oh, like, that's great. So a parent sent me a text like, "Look," and I'm like, "Let me, let me call my dude." So we talked early this morning, and it's amazing. He's from Mount Vernon, New York, man. And you know, uh, we met because we went. We both went to Nyack College together. Okay. Um, and man, it's just amazing how people see. Like he said, he said he sees what you're doing because everybody knows that my truck, that suburban out there, was the lady's first mobile. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, and, and I saw my father do that, so it just was part of the territory. Like, look, if they don't need a ride, you got to get them. Right. Like, exactly. They got to get home. You got to like. It's just that's yeah. what I saw coming up. But for us, like we, we took college visits. We went to three college visits this summer, and we were like literally trying to figure out myself. Shout out to Coach Harris that we were trying to figure out how to get these girls places. So, you know, with this opportunity to to get some transportation, just to continue to push where we're going, man. Right. And just be able to. Again, serve, man. It, it's just, it's a blessing, man. So, yeah, if you guys donate, man, we, we appreciate it. Nothing is too small. Um, it's definitely going to go back to, to, the, uh, to the youth. And it's funny because I remember a person told me years ago, they told me this, like, that I was crazy because I wasn't capitalizing monetarily off of helping the people, like, with basketball. Because they're like, you know, you got to get, you got to get something from that. And I'm like, I am getting something. But it doesn't have to be monetarily because when, eventually, whenever that blessing monetarily is to come, it's going to come. But that's not my drive. Like right. I'm not doing this because I want to get money off of helping kids. Like um, so, you you just have to. I understand our purpose and, and it's deeper than money. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just so much deeper than that. But um, I think once you do that, I think that naturally comes. Like people like try to force. When you just want to do something for money, you know, you can tell, you know, you're not genuine. Yeah. And definitely with the community and everything that's going on as far as I in the city. So I definitely, man, hats off. I commend you. And I encourage people. How, so what is there a link they go to to donate? Or? Um, yep, there's a GoFundMe link. If you if you follow Ladies First Akron or if you follow Kenny Jojo Smith, um, Akron Coach Jojo on Twitter and Instagram, um, you can see it there. We have a new website getting done right now. So our website is under con construction. But um, those are the different platforms that you can see it uh money sign l f the number four and l is our cash app but again so those are our platforms man whatever you choose a dollar five dollar whatever nothing is too small um and you'll see it you'll see it go back into these young ladies um you know a thousand times greater than what it is right now that's what's up that's what's up so this is the go get a podcast with jay black i appreciate y'all tuning in 
My new book, Goals Give Direction. Goal setting with strong faith will activate your superpower. Hold on, can I can I interrupt you? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. But you dropped a jewel on me, man, that I have to share, and okay. I wanted to share it to you face to face. Okay. So the book has been in production. I've been trying to get it in my hand. I wanted to actually release it when it was warm. Right. Because I felt like you know I, more people will come out when it's warm, right? And so when I came to your book signing and talked to you about it, man, it's just amazing how you just can pick up things from people. So when I was talking to you, you said this to me, and it, it, it has proved true already, man. You told me, greatness can't be rushed. That's right. Right? And so the illustrator, again, we haven't met. He's in a different city. We're going back and forth. We're trying to get stuff a certain way. The, uh, the publishing company is, is sending me alerts when this, uh, a red flag pops up. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm like, man, I'm trying to get the book out. I want to I release this book. I'm and when you said that, it helped me to reevaluate and, you know, get back to the space that I already know. And that's this is why it's important to be connected and understand it's an everyday battle. Like, mm -hmm. so I slowed down, like, you know what? Whenever it gets finished, it, it, it gets done. And so I'm saying that because on the cover, there's a sun that there was some stuff going on that the sun wasn't showing up. And so the, the, the proofs that I had submitted before didn't have the sun on there. Mm. And we just got that fixed. And it took for me to stop trying to rush, right. be patient, and for that to come. So you didn't know that. But, man, just when you said that to me at your book signing, I'm like, you know what, man? He right. Jamar is right, man. And so... I wanted to tell you that face-to-face, -face, man. That's what's up. That's For what's real. up. And I go back to what we were talking about earlier because our story, our journey is bigger than us. You know, that's very important that we don't water ourselves down. We be us at all times because you never know who you're going to touch and how you can help. And it's all about serving, serving. And the energy you put out, it comes back. All Let me time. say it again. The energy you you put out, it comes back. So this is the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Make sure you go to jblackaspires.com. Grab 500 copies of my new book, Go Go, go. Yes, I got to keep saying goals because goals are so important. Goals give direction. I actually have a mission, a book mission. So if you go to the website, you'll see the book mission. For every 200 books sold, we're going to give back to the community. But if you can't buy 500 copies, just buy 1,000. I mean, buy 5,000. Or just buy two. Right. <laughs> buy two. But yeah, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Also, got to shout out my guy, engineer, A-N-C-C-E-O, T-Vix. Make sure you go to Facebook, follow his show with his wife. Tap in with T-Vix, Mrs. Dean. They have shows with over 1 million views. Before COVID-19, he was on tour with Master P. And he got a project coming out soon with the game. So make sure you stay connected with him. So I love and believe in you. And always remember, always remember, always remember. Only person that can stop you is you. Yes. It's the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Stay excited and connected. www.jblackinspires.com.